Okay, I got to play something for you real quick because you know Go it's ahead. not it's not a, it's not game day. Uh-uh. You ready? You ready for this? I'm ready. Josh Getzoff, radio voice of the Pittsburgh Penguins, and you're listening to Fly Penguins Fly Game Day Podcast. Oh, would you look at that? Would you look at remember that? that? I do remember that. I was there when he said it. Oh, yeah. Pretty wild. Yeah. Voice of the Penguinos. There he is. Um, okay, so Jordan, for a listener, longtime listener, new listeners, welcome to the off season. Ooh. Yikes. Yeah. We don't like it, but it's here Mm-mm. and it's time. And and it's not a hockey night in Pittsburgh, at least not a not a Pittsburgh Penguins hockey night in Pittsburgh. No. So we change the intro for the moment. We'll let we'll let uh Josh settle into that seat where we're but I I think we have some some stuff in store for we're gonna make some stuff this summer. I yeah. Think. We're gonna figure it out. We Yeah. We've teased at it a little bit, but we're trying to make things happen. And, and it, you know, just hockey is still abounding. It's plentiful. That's in the what city they of say. Pittsburgh, so we're, we're oh, going to yeah, just yeah. find different outlets. So, yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. It is going to it's going to be a fun. I'm excited to. And really, this off season is like the first you know, you name it season where we're going to do the whole thing together as a team. Yeah. And I'm yep. excited for that part. That I'm part excited too. too. Cause it's, I think it'll really allow for, uh, what, what am I trying to say? Build that up Amelia to the regular Earhart. season oh, too. No, no, Amelia Earhart. You got it. That was actually where I wanted to go with that. She's living in Cannonsburg. Yep. I, th- I thought you were going to say she's living in your heart. Like Jesus. Um, well, you know, I uh, this she is this be. is a, a welcoming space. We've had people <laughs> on this podcast, you know, spend a good part of their interview interview talking about uh, their relationship to the to God, and uh, uh, you know, look, we have we have godlike figures uh, walking on on two legs in this town. That is that is I blaspheme, but let us. This is the off season, folks. This is the Bermuda Triangle, the Golden Bermuda Triangle of this Amelia is where Earhart's Earhart got lost. Twenty twenty three Cannonsburg. <laughs> so that's what we've brought you here for the off season, folks. Is the uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins finished their twenty twenty two twenty twenty three campaign outside of playoff position and are today. Scattered to the four winds. Locker cleanout day was last weekend. Josh Yoey has a really good piece in the Athletic about that. Uh, but really, the main story in hockey right now is that the playoffs are in full swing. I'm watching yep. some of them. I'm falling asleep during some of mm. them. It's exciting, no doubt. Like last night, overtime at Madison Square Garden, tied one-one. Devils Rangers. Like coming from that area, I gotta say. It was exciting for me and convenient where all I had to do was just wait to see what the score was in the third. Oh, it's going to OT. I'll switch off Goodwill hunting and watch uh, the OT, which was a good, exciting OT. I'm sorry to the Rangers fans out there that uh, they lost in their, in their own building, but to the devil's fans, well, they get to, they get to have that feeling of winning, winning a game in the garden. And, and we saw that 
last season when the Penguins won game one in the most dramatic fashion oh my uh, God. last year. Yeah, the memories. It's, it is disappointing that the Penguins aren't in it. I, and to be quite honest with you, it's I haven't really even been watching just because I— Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I haven't watched them all myself, but— but I haven't watched a single second of playoff hockey yet. And I, I mean, it sounds my, healthy. It probably is. In my defense, I've been very busy, so I haven't yeah. had time. But I also am just like, I can't, I can't because I, in my, in my heart, I know that if the Penguins were in the playoffs, they wouldn't have made it past round one. So the fact that they realistically could have been here and they're not. Yeah makes it painful. I'll probably start watching in the second round where the Penguins would have been out anyway. So, Oh, gosh. Yeah. That's some pretty specific. But I'll also just say that the playoffs get started pretty promptly after the, the completion of the regular season. So round one is also just a time when maybe this applies for you as well. It's just, just what a nice thing to, to be able to look at a a couple or three or four nights of hockey and just say, I'm taking a damned break. Yeah. And I think that with the, especially with the level of intensity of the NHL season, it is nice to be able to step away from it for a second and just be regroup. Yeah. And because I say nice, but I mean, you know, nice in the sense physically for my cells, it's probably nice. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah, I do. I I really love playoff hockey, re- regardless yeah. who's playing. So I w- I will be invested. And in round one too, there there's just kind of a, a certain level of you the the teams who get knocked out in round one are very yeah. very quickly forgotten. So it just does. That's, that's true. It doesn't it always ancient. feel as important yeah. to me to pay attention to round one. It's the games get better. And yeah. more meaningful in in the later For rounds. Sure. So, it, but yeah, it, it, there is never any shortage of exciting hockey. So that's good. And there, it, there's also it, confirmations that occur, like Hurricanes versus Islanders. Who do we think is going to win that series? Well, Canes went up three one today. That that one is playing out more oof. or less. I mean, I should say they went. Uh, they won five to two series yeah. is three to one, right? And the Bruins pounded the Panthers tonight, six to two, oh, uh, as sure we did. record here on Sunday. So that one's going as we expected. Then you have the more closely contested series right now. It's two one stars, uh, and the series is two one Minnesota. I think that one's a nice. It's kind of yeah. I get, if anything, maybe people would have thought that the Stars would have done away with the Wild a little quicker. But yeah, I just thought the Wild we saw down the stretch, including the Wild who we saw come to to Pittsburgh mm-hmm. weren't really the team that had gotten themselves to that point. They were depleted. Yeah. Kirill Kaprizov was not playing. You know, we saw Mark Andre Fleury that night in Pittsburgh. He gets dinged up a little bit. Same thing happens to him in game two of this, this series. And then, you know, other things across the board. I, I really was pulling for a bit of an upset in this uh, Colorado Seattle series. Uh, yeah. Doesn't feel like, there's quite enough uh, bippity boppity boo in Seattle's bonnet to to quite displace. But it's only two one Colorado, and yeah, they play. Uh, when do they next play? Tomorrow. Tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. So, 
Stranger things have happened. You just never know. Uh, But Toronto is currently up two to one on the Mm. Lightning. I'm looking at that now, and that's... I saw that both games one and two were very high scoring. Mm -hmm. So uh, flipped for either team. Pounding each other, yep. That's interesting, and this would that would be huge if Toronto made it past the first round, especially beating the Lightning, because yeah. I I think that whether or not anyone actually believed this, it's yep. just a, they're a joke across the league that 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 they, they can't, can't win, win a playoff, playoff series. Yep, and so I I think that everybody is aware that they have the talent to win a playoff series. It's just a matter of that execution and they haven't really quite been able to put that together, but up to one against the lightning. Are they playing in Tampa tomorrow night? Tomorrow night. Yep. Second of those, those, those uh, games, three, three and four. Yeah. Boy, that I tell you what Toronto coming back. Now let's talk, let's, let's meld this with some penguins, uh, Speculative us, news here, we? right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure you know where I'm going here. I think I think I do. I think we've been doing this long enough that I kind of f- can s- you know? sniff out your vibes. Mm-hmm. Little uh, little Kyle Dubas content mm-hmm. been circulating on the interwebs, uh, getting rowdy, maybe sipping an ad- a potentially adult beverage from an indis- what's the word <laughs> nondescript red plastic cup down Unmarked, there in Tampa. Yeah, yeah, which. Kyle certainly earned at this point. I mean, the playoffs oh, yeah. are a pretty hair-raising time to be the general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs, right? Mm-hmm. Potentially outgoing general manager. And I, I wonder, so he's getting chirped by these these Lightning fans in the crowd. This clip's been going around, and people were trying to re- lip-read what Kyle says back to them. They're not that far away from where he's sitting up. People think of these boxes where the GMs sit as, like, mm-hmm. way up high where the media people are or something. Well, it's particular. <laughs> yeah, they were pretty close to wherever he was because you can almost see the tops of the heads of the people who are chirping Dubas up in his box and he's going back at him hard. Um, something I never really thought about with Kyle Dubas. Okay, so his his father was a front office guy of some kind as well, I believe. Definitely a hockey family, definitely a hockey playing family. But just there's something about Kyle Dubas's look. You know, I don't mean to Put this on the young-looking folks of the world, but like he does have a youthful look to him. He does, you know, and and he's a and he's a kind of a clean-cut, uh, unassuming-looking chap. Mm-hmm. But he's a ho- he's a hockey player. He 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 had some concussion issues, according to one of the articles I read in perhaps the Athletic, perhaps uh, Trib Live. I forget where I was reading. And uh, yeah, but he's probably, in fact, I think I have seen some of that. What was that excellent series they did? About the Maple Leafs a couple seasons ago, always oh, great. Oh shoot! They got to do more of those. I mean, I remember that. And I Will Arnett I, was the uh, was the host of it. He did mm-hmm. the narration. Gosh, I mean, what a cool thing that would be for Pittsburgh if they did that in the Crosby era. Like, oh yeah, before he it, leaves, that would be an yeah. The whole season. I mean, doesn't don't doesn't the hockey doesn't like don't hockey fans of of the future doesn't posterity deserve a really in depth feature length. Thing about like grown ass man Sidney Crosby. Yes, during his 100%. playing days, you know. Mm-hmm. B- yes, we all oh, deserve Crosby. it and want it. I miss 
I miss the fact, and, 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 and what we took, we did not take it for granted this year, Jordan. No, absolutely we not. We watched Sid, we watched Gino, we watched Tanger closely and with, with the love and attention that they've earned mm-hmm. from us. And, and, and they played great, honestly. They like sure maybe did. There, there were exceptions, but we, yeah. we saw them playing some high-level hockey for- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm for their ages respectively and golly it's uh yeah i i miss it I, I miss watching them all take the ice i see mm. sid's number on the wall behind where you're sitting right now and it's making engine yeah. jake and you know these guys are such a part of yeah. tristan jari of guinea malkin on your wall there as well beautiful jerseys there but it's Ryan like rust and ricard raquel oh, underneath there's a, so visible. one Two names, three possibly of the ones we just mentioned could be on the block. I, I'd say the most likely is Tristan Jari, although mm-hmm. you could say neck and neck with Brian Rust. I mean, that's a tough. Yeah, it it is. So many possibilities. Cap hit is is the biggest thing for Brian Rust, and he didn't mm. quite play to his potential, or not <sighs> even not Oof. potential. That's a <sighs> that's a dumb word to use for Brian Rust because no, we no, know what a- he can do. No, it's okay. Um, I, I, we know what you mean. You know, yeah. Danny, Danny Shiree of, of DK Pittsburgh mm-hmm. Sports said on Around the 412, something that Jesse Marshall posted, of which he was also a part, a uh, really cool video, kind of four-panel podcast video that those those folks did. And Danny Shiree said something, 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 ellipsis, and then he said, and then there are folks who say maybe caught 20 Penguins games this season, end quote. And I'll just use that. I'll extrapolate that concept. Mm-hmm. You and I did not catch 20 we caught 20 Penguins games times four plus two. Yeah. Like, I don't think yep. either one of us missed a damned Penguins game oh, this year. Yeah. And what we're talking about, like, when you say lived up to his potential, you're in a safe space with me, Jordan, right? Like, <laughs> like, cause, cause that's big game, Brian Russ. Like, yeah. like that guy has blown the damn roof off of this mm-hmm. town. I yeah. mean, he's earned, he, if he were here, he'd know what you mean. Yeah, he'd know what you meant. Like he, he'd know the context within which you're yeah. saying that. It's because it you just believe seemed him, like something know? was up with him this season, and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, something was off. But anyway, he wore, he wore it on his face in the form of a of a gruesome looking puck scar from that time he tried to show off his fancy haircut at warmups. That was a bad decision. Yikes! Yeah, whoops. Live and learn. But what yeah. do you think? I mean. <sighs> Shoot, I don't even remember how we got to the. We were just talking, talking about, about Sid and full uh, full length documentaries. And yeah, stuff. Uh, guys who could be on the move. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's how it started. I yeah, I think that Sanguinette, you're a you're a healthy scratch on a last place team in the no show. All right, sorry, go ahead. What were you going to say? <laughs> Is that from Shorzy? Shorzy, can we okay. please just get together and get like altered and watch that entire show start to finish, please? A deal. Right, we good. have plenty of time. <laughs> Your mind is sharper than mine. Do you remember where you were going before I rudely interrupted? Um, I I would not say that my mind is sharper than yours. My mind is just um, listeners. It is. Don't worry. Ha- it's it had less time on this earth. But uh, I said full length documentaries, <laughs> and then I started quoting TV series. Oh, I'm the and worst. Then, yeah, we were off. Uh, we're, we're, you okay, have Jordan trading, defe- move, yeah, moving ahead, guys. Ahead. Yes, things. Yep. Yes, people. Yep leaving i it's hard to say because we don't know who the gm's gonna be and i think that until we see somebody take over that 
role and get a feel for what their sort of MO is going to be mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. they're going to approach this off season. It's going to be really yeah. difficult to say what might happen, but I do think that, dang, I, I think that goaltending is going to need to be the pr- top priority. Yep. And I don't think I, it, it pains me to say it because I really, I'm not one of those people who there comes a time, they, Jordan. Yeah. There, there comes, comes a time. time. There comes a time they moved on from Mark Andre Fleury. They moved on from Matt Murray, both goaltenders who won Stanley Cups with yep. and for yep. the franchise. I just, I think Tristan Jari has the makings of an elite goaltender in the league, but he can't stay healthy, not just because he keeps keeps getting hurt. I think that he keeps pushing himself to play when he's not fully healed yeah, and that is to his detriment. I just don't think that he makes the wisest decisions with his, yeah. with his body. And that's Clearly, not I mean, somebody I, you want to net. I don't know what that is or how that manifests itself off yeah. ice, on ice, whatever it is. Um, he strikes me, does Tristan Jari as such a true blue, hardworking kind of, committed to his mm-hmm. role type of a persona that and, from what we get to see, but he is also very reserved with his language and very mm-hmm. appropriate, like answers a question with as few words and as effectively as possible, speaks very respectfully. We don't get a ton of Jari personality, like at least you have to imagine he opens up a lot more than he does on Mike compared to a lot of other players P- compared to say a Jason Zucker who gives mm-hmm. us everything all the time, humor, uh, uh, frustration, pride, joking around in the locker room, mm-hmm. seriousness goes deep, almost could be a coach tomorrow. Jason. Yeah. Zucker. He, Tristan he's really Jari, cool. he's a goalie. He's an alien. And, and he acts like that in the interviews. You don't know what's causing these injuries. He looks stout and, and strong and, and like he, he could just pull a manhole out of the ground. I mean, but some reason his his groin, his hip, his back, whatever you know the original issue is here, it is so frustrating. And, and I have yeah. another thought, but it's, I want to yield to you for a second here. Oof. Yeah, it it's it's just tricky. I it. I, what am I even trying to say? It's just it's so frustrating again because I just think that so he really he really could he was those first couple months of the season he was on track to win the Vezina essentially with the way he was playing and unbelievable yep and then he went down and then was essentially down for the rest of the season in and out at what point when he came back and even even won a couple of big games for us like did he look a hundred percent when someone's telling you they're a hundred percent they're not a hundred percent Exactly. You don't, you don't use that phrase. You don't. And you, because you don't have to, you yeah. don't have to, you don't have anything to prove if you're yeah. completely healthy because you look healthy. And back to Jason Zucker, banged mm-hmm. up to beat the band throughout most of the season. Mm-hmm. But when he was asked how he was feeling, I feel great, feel ready to go. That's an honest answer. Yep. Like, does he really feel great? No, but he's not telling us he's a hundred percent. He's like, I feel good. Like, that's like, you wake up in the morning when you're like in middle school. You don't want to go to school. No, you don't. 
but you go, okay, I'll go like, you know, and then you're a bit grown up. So you put a little bit of pizzazz behind it. You're in the entertainment business to some extent it's sports ready to go, ready to go. Not, yeah. I feel a hundred percent, you know, what? Like, yeah. I just, it feels very corporate cliche, like sitting in a, a meeting and having the sales manager try to pep up the team and telling you because you ended your meeting early, they're giving you yeah. 10 minutes back on your day. It's like, what? It's all your time. It's, it's not- <laughs> all my time. What are you talking about? You're yeah. not giving me 10 minutes back. Yeah. We ended this meeting early. It's not like you're at, at the end of the day, I'm going to be like, wow, I lived 24 hours and 10 minutes today. Incredible. I want to address something that keeps coming back up on Penguin's Twitter. And it is part of the whole litany of things, you know, knocks against Ron Hextall in his, in the afterlife here for him. (laughs) And that is the, the, you still need to get some cake by the way. Oh, it's in, you got it. You got it on, um, uh, demolition man cryo freeze, right? Yeah. That's basically it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anytime you want. Oh, it. got it. All right. So maybe when we. Oh, I know. When we, we watch Shorzy. Shorzy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Shorzy and cake. So I posted something Shorzy related in response to this awesome video of one of the. Who the heck was it? One of the Carolina Hurricanes reading off the lineup in the locker room, <laughs> and it was reminiscent of an ep- of a season of a scene in Shorzy, and so I just commented you know, something like I wrote sticks are unbelievable. One of these lines. And then all these other users started chirping back with other lines from Shorzy. Uh, I'll try not to abuse it anymore, Jordan. We'll get to it at some point. Okay. Uh, I mean, we will. Yeah. Plenty of our listeners also have not seen it, I'm sure. So it's, I'm guessing annoying them as well, but I wanted to say something that's pissing me off a little bit. I personally just don't need to hear the whining anymore. And I've said this before about McCann and Tanev. And here, mm. here is the analogy I'm going to use. If you and I were to walk to the, you know, Sunoco or the get-go or the whatever and buy a lottery ticket, whichever mm. those places actually sell them, let's say a 7-Eleven or something. Okay. Buy a lottery ticket for Powerball. And then we go to walk out the door and we go, let's get one more. We turn around and we stand there for like 30 seconds and think really deeply about what numbers we're going to play. 87, 71, 58, 66, 59, and you pick one, Jordan. 68. Oof, perfect answer. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many numbers there are in Powerball. And then there's like one more number or something. And then we like, okay, we like rub the magic lamp, we pay for it, and we walk out with our slushies and go back and watch Shorzy, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Two seconds later, somebody walks in and buys a random ticket and wins the Mega Millions. Right. Mm. Do you spend the rest of your life pissed off because you pick numbers versus like number one? I'm sure it's like nanoseconds on the network that like the ticket number rando thing changes. So mm-hmm. like you can you just wouldn't have gotten that same ticket. There's there's just no way you're gonna get that ticket. If you said it for 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 half a day, if I heard it from you for half a day, I still can't believe we didn't get that ticket. I'd understand because it just happened, but. How many months or years, like, like, 
Let it go, folks. Oh. You know, Tristan Jari, because that this is where I'm going with this. Let's say we're going to let go of Tristan Jari, let him go take the money someplace else. He has a deep run, successful postseason with, I don't know, whoever the hell. We don't care. But that's yeah. the thing. We don't care. You focus on what's in front of you, who's in your locker room. I don't, I guarantee you that like, the guys in the Penguins locker room seeing Marc-Andre Fleury have a great regular season this year were not bitching and moaning about how he should still be a Penguin. I mean, like, you focus on Casey DeSmith, you focus on Tristan Jari and how you guys can rally around your teammates and try to get it done. Because as a teammate, you look inwards. You look in on yourselves, and that's why these players are are accountable for their own mistakes and for their own short. And they don't, and they also don't throw their goalies under the bus. Mm -hmm. The goalie is not going to throw the skaters under the bus. If you, if you see a goalie's face, you could sometimes tell like, yeah, they weren't playing hard enough in front of me, but they're not going to say it. It's just not good practice. And I just think this fan base, you know, we're all bummed right now. And we've been bummed even when the, we thought the penguins might squeak into the playoffs. We were bummed because a lot of the season had been squandered largely by the performance or lack of performance by our general manager. That's just true. And I, I just think we should all kind of get on the bus of moving forward, start getting excited about whatever. I mean, not much right now. It's pretty, it's pretty bumming right now. Like I no penguins hockey and it's still round one. The penguins should be in the playoffs, but they're not. And I don't know. I'm just happy to get to do this podcast with you and, Grateful to our, to our listeners out there for for sticking around and taking the taking the summer journey on their road trips or on their way to work or whatever you're doing out there, folks. Thanks for for being with us. I just I, we're, I'm grasping for straws here. You know, I, there should be Penguins hockey. There's not, and it, but it will be back before we know it. There will be a draft, and then prospect camp will be around the corner. And my beer league ongoings this summer, Jordan. I expect that probably we'll have at least one great night out at a rink. Get some people down there to watch me get about three minutes of ice time playing in oh, the ultralight yes. league. I mean, it's going to be pretty underwhelming, but it could be we a party. We will do it. It's going to happen. Mm. I promise. I had a great skate at Mount Lebanon the other day. Met some cool people. Never skated there before. Always been going up to the ice castle, but Mount Lebanon, good rink. Penguins used to practice cool. there. Love or Jay that Caulfield for you. used to. <laughs> All right, look it. <laughs> what else here? I mean, we don't, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be thin. We don't know. I think we don't, for a while. We don't know much about the general manager search right now, except for a bunch of names that you know have been scholastically put forth. Definitely read Rob Rossi's piece in the Athletic of last week about the list of potential candidates. But even even a week later, that list has started to to morph. Uh, who's the uh, assistant? I think the assistant general manager in Seattle, as well as. In Vancouver, the latter of which is Cami Granado, I believe. Um, I know Haley Wickenheiser has been talked about very seriously. The show that our dear friends, Hunter Hodes and Josh Yoey, are doing along with Brian Metzer on ESPN Pittsburgh, Fridays at 5 o'clock. Very good stuff. That is, some, that is a good resource for, for Penguins Hockey Talk for those folks looking for something live and direct on Fridays. Go tune in. I Forget the call numbers of the station, but just search ESPN Radio Pittsburgh Fridays at five. Tune in there, and they were talking about some some names. Brad Tree Living, 
just resigned up in Calgary. It's a name that I'm kind of interested in, okay. Kyle Dubas. We could talk about this stuff all day, and we shall. Oh, we're going to get into episode. it, yeah. <laughs> what a weird thing to be doing. Like, look, this podcast is obviously going to morph a bit here in the summertime. It's a yeah. game day. Well, maybe we're going to have to drop that name. Ooh. The game day podcast. I mean, why don't we just call Fly Penguins Fly Podcast? Like, I like it. I like it. Well, I like when Josh says, game day podcast. Yeah, it does have a nice ring so cool. to it. Yeah. Anything well, he says Well, we don't have like to make that. any decisions right now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Any, uh, any predictions? What if we just, just for the folks who are listening, tuning in for some good hockey talk, what if we each go down, uh, you got like your NHL app there or something mm-hmm. we can oh, I have each, it pulled up. What do you want to, you want to just do a couple of predictions for each series, just in case those fans are, are tuning in? Yeah, let's do it. All right. I'll go first. Hurricanes Islanders. They're in the middle. No, they, they don't play tonight. Okay. That series currently at 3-1 Hurricanes. And this was the fourth game. So they're going back to Carolina. I'm saying they close that one out at home next game. Mm. What about you? I think they're going to give up one more game to the Isles and mm. then close it out in game, uh, game six. On the road in New York. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So Jordan's got Hurricanes in six. I've got Hurricanes in five. Yeah, there we go. Bruins, Panthers, you want to go first on this one? Sure. I think that the Bruins are going to take this next game and they're <laughs> going to win the series. I just. I think so too. <laughs> I'm, they, I'm just going to jump like right a, to it. They slashed the Panthers tires and <laughs> the air is just slowly leaking out of all four. There's no putting it back. I, th- I think that the, I think the Bruins are going to just boop a doop. Take that one. Take care of it. I mean, they're just the real deal. They're so good. Wait, what I still I... don't think they're going to win at all, but I think Ooh. they're leaps and bounds better than the Panthers. So it's mm-hmm. just, it's not even a competition. All right. Well, we're not going to predict the, the future of the whole playoffs, mm. right? We're just going to go down. Just the, this. Yeah. Who's yeah. Uh, Devils Rangers. This is where I'm going to make a bunch of hometown enemies right now. Ooh. Uh, uh, making a prediction. Um, although I'm going to give Devils fans credit here. They've been through hell and high water in the last decade or plus and i think that they will not be angry at me for saying that the new york rangers are going to win this series but the pluck that the devils exhibited in game three on msg ice Mm. i think the rangers win game four give their fans the delight of watching them take a chokehold on the series but i think the rangers are uh, the devils are going to win Back at home really? in, 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 in New Jersey, and that this one is going to go six games. New York Rangers are going to win this one okay. uh, at home at the Garden uh, in game six. I think the Rangers are going to give up the next game to the Devils. And uh, honestly, I think I could see this one going seven. I could see this going seven Ooh, games. Yeah. And I think the Rangers are going to eke it out in game seven. But I, mm. yeah, I, but I a think game seven's that- a game seven. Game seven's a game seven, and I think the Devils are going to force it because they've got a lot of a, a lot of skill on on that team. But you're taking the blue shirts. I am indeed. I I think they just from watching that overtime alone last night. 
there was a sense that the Rangers' ability to pass the puck and play their game is was just so gnarly good. Even though the Devils were outlasting them, maybe kind of in the mm-hmm. uh, run-and-gun sense, I don't think that's going to... I can't argue you too hard. I think Rangers in six, but but if it goes seven, I mean, it's not... Be, that's not so far outside of the way I picture yeah, going. So right. eh, the, the devils are no joke. And we know that because we got swept by them. And that, that doesn't really actually say that much. Um, it does not. Maple Leafs, Toronto, uh, the Toronto Lightning versus the Tampa Bay oh, Maple Leafs. They f- flipped. That's cute. Yeah. That's, that's really sweet of them to flip cities for just this playoff series. Thoughtful. Perhaps the most boring color matchup. And there's some great color matchups in this, yeah. in this playoffs. Colorado, Seattle, we'll get to that, but the oh, most yeah. beautiful uniform matchup I've maybe ever seen in a playoff series. It is gorgeous. Colorado in those kind of, you know, I'm not going to say it right, but what are they kind of like mauve, with the blue shoulders? I love those yeah, Avalanche jerseys. Mauve, and I the think. And the road Kraken jerseys, those clean white Kraken jerseys. Mm, very pleasant. But Bohoring, Maple Leafs, Versus lightning color scheme, all blue and white. Uh, is it your turn? I think it's your turn. On this I think one. it's my turn to go first. This one is, it trips me up a little bit because, again, I feel like feel like the Leafs totally can beat the lightning. Yeah. But I also don't think they will just because it seems to be how they go every yeah. year. They choke. And mm. I think that. It's a thing. Uh, yeah, it's a thing. I could see them. This is honestly another That's one I could see one. going to seven games. I could see Toronto going up three to one mm, and then oh. giving up three straight to the Lightning. Oh, oh God. That would just be so. I, so Again, I think you're not it, making enemies because any real Leafs fan is going to agree like, with yeah, you. Yeah, we could see that yeah. happening. I, I really want the Leafs to to win and i th- i think that they could but realistically what i <laughs> what i'm just going based on what i've seen historically play out yeah. i think that's what's going to happen it's crazy crazy unbelievable so maple leafs unbelievable <laughs> ooh gosh um i yeah uh, you know what all right i'm going to just I'm just going to, for the sake of argument, I'm going to mm-hmm. pick the Leafs. I'm going to pick the Leafs to make it easy on their fans. I, I don't even know if I believe this, but I'm going to say it. I'm going to okay. say the, the Maple Leafs are going to win out. All right. John I Cooper's day has 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 maybe reached the, the sunset. You know, if, as far as not his career, certainly as a young man, but for this Lightning team right now, Something about the way Ryan O'Reilly triumphantly, you know, just got that game winner the other night. It was just so decisive. And there's something about Ryan O'Reilly coming onto that team, being one of those final additions around the time of the trade deadline. Uh, in fact, beforehand, right? Wasn't he one of the very first moves leading up to the deadline? O'Reilly to the Leafs, I thought it was. I or think so. One of the first. I, yeah, when Mark, St. Marquis. Louis was having their, like, fire sale. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, when they, and then they thought, well, we've got a little bit of extra cash around. Maybe we'll snap up Caspery Kapanen. Why not? And it made, he made good. Good yeah, job, he Cappy. Did. He did. 
We yeah. love you. Okay. I, love, I love you, Caspery Captain. You're cool. You're a pretty cool guy. I always yeah. thought he handled his his schneid really well. His, he his did. Ev- everlasting schneid in Pittsburgh. I, did. I, I don't forget. In fact, it was against St. Louis, wasn't it? That he had like two or three goals mm-hmm. right in the heart of the winter time. I was skating down in, in, in Castle Shannon and I'd come off and there was they had the big screen there. I was watching that one. Um, Maple Leafs in. Maple Leafs in five. All right, there you go. I'm going for it. Screw it. Cool. Uh, Western Conference, I'm up Oilers first. and Kings just started, yeah. Woo! Now so that zero, is zero. a fun series. That's a fun series. Wait a minute. It is going on right now. I'm looking mm-hmm. at the wrong day. That's what I, zero, yeah, I see it now. Okay. LA leads this one two to one. This one's going seven games. Ooh. Connor McDavid scores the double overtime game-winning goal to clinch the series and and scares the be, the McJesus out of the rest of the field because the unlike but didn't they do that last like they didn't the Oilers got past the Kings last year I believe I could be wrong about this I think so like but it was like a bitter series I think 7 games McDavid scores the game-winning goal in double OT just throwing that out there Blamo. I think that the Kings are going to win this one. They'll give up the next game to the Oilers and then close it out in that final game. So what is that? Six Kings and six. Yep. Five. Wait, Kings. You're going to give up the next game. You said tonight. Kings are going to win tonight. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Why the fact that they're playing right now is really screwing you up, screwing me up. Yeah. It's all good. Kings and six. I mean, look, I, if that that LA team is tough as nails, mm-hmm. will we get swept by them the last couple seasons or something? Or we beat them so. one? I think we beat them one time this year, perhaps. Uh, we we have not been doing very well against them. That Trevor Moore, mm. he is mm-hmm. good. He got the game winner. He got that OT. That was an exciting, uh, exciting finish the other night. I caught a little bit of that. Okay, uh, Stars versus Wild Europe. I think the Wild are going to win the next two. Um, Just going to put it away. I think they're going to put it away. Actually, no. You can backtrack. I am backtracking. I don't think they're going to. I think they're going to. I think this is one that's going to go to seven as mm-hmm. well. I But I think the Wild will win it in seven. They'll win That'd the next one. They'll give deal. up another one. Yep. It would be a huge deal in Minnesota. It would be a huge deal. Win that series. And I hope they can do it. I do too. I'm going to pick the Wild as well. You said Wild in seven. Mm-hmm. I'll just say six. Just, just, just because that would be incredible for them. I mean. It would be incredible, wouldn't I, it? I actually don't think that's going to happen. But, uh, okay, well then let me be honest. I'm going to agree with you, actually. We're going the same yeah, same there. Yep. All right. Wild, wild and seven, but boy, that started out with such an exclamation point with that gruesome hit, unfortunate hit by by Dumba on mm-hmm. on Joe Pavelski. You know, there was a lot of controversy around the intent of that hit and the whether or not it's. In, look, I don't see Matt Dumba. People going around calling him a, a dirty player. Is he a dirty player? He's got a level of dirt to his play. So does Sidney Crosby. Okay. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and. I think a, I think you can't really be 
a less than super tall, super jacked player in this league and not have some dirt to your play and expect to get anything done. I mean, if Josh Archibald did not hit everything that moves at all costs, and he's quite Mm -hmm. good at it, right? Without, when's the last time we saw Josh Archibald have like a questionable, put on a questionable hit where the whole league was, there are people that are good at this and there are people that, like Jacob Truba, I'm not good at this. Maybe he's getting better. I haven't heard a ton of him lately. When's the last time we heard about a big controversial Jacob Truba hit, I guess. Mm. But Tom yeah. Wilson, Brad Marchand, some of these yep. some of these players do start to realize that, you know, they're not they're not making a lot of friends out there. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, when you have players like Wilson, Marchand whose skill levels levels are through the roof. Right. You know, Matt Dumba's a very good hockey player, he's a fine defenseman, but okay. Stars. Yeah. I mean, wild and seven. Uh, Golden Knights, we got two more series here. Golden Knights and Jets. This is a nice way to close out the show, I think, because, you know, a lot sure. of people might have, might have just tuned into Golden Knights versus Jets. The Knights are up 2-1. It's my turn to go first? Yes. All right. Vegas up 2-1 in this one. I got to tell you what. I got to pick the Knights, and it's not just because they were a stronger team in the standings coming in. It's because... The other night in Winnipeg, the Jets come back from having been down 4-1 to one in the third period, and they tie it and send it to OT. It's whiteout Winnipeg night where they're all wearing white shirts. Oh, yeah. and what, The place is going berserk. I think it went to double OT that last game. And now the final quote-unquote turnover that led to the Vegas goal. If you watch the replay again, it actually, it caught a, a Vegas player's skate first, but that counts as breaking up the play. Mm-hmm. And then it ricochets right off to the Vegas player who scored the game winning goal. I can't remember who it was, but like the players, I was getting a little mentally weary because it's double OT. I just think the Vegas team has too much power and too much identity I mean, Mark Stone comes back for this season. He's not maybe quite the player that he's been in past years, but he's dealt with so much injury. And like a Jason Zucker, he has got that insane look in his eyes that, that like, I will do anything to power my team to victory, and I got to root for Mark Stone. You know, even though I know Jack Eichel's a bit of a, you know, a a controversial personality among some of the media who've uh, had a tough time with him, I got to root for Jack Eichel. He's a guy who's career and you know health was in the hands of the buffalo organization mm-hmm. disallowing him from getting that surgery he makes the comeback he's having a successful bout even though we stopped them and came from behind in one four three in regulation earlier in the season michael did score in that game that was one of the most fun nights i had all season long at ppg paints arena thank you penguins for that one <laughs> um i think the knights get this one done and i think they probably get this one done in six nights in six I think I agree with you. I th- I think that they're going to close this one out. Uh, Feel the thrill. Yep. Uh, wait, math again. Yep. Um, I think they're going to close it out in five. Right on. Yeah. Right on. What did I, I say? Did I say six? You said six. But it, I yeah, think. Yeah, I meant six. I meant six. Yep. Okay. In my I know what brain, you mean. I know what you mean. It's been a long day, folks. It's yeah, been a it's very a, long day. And we are uh-huh. we are recording this on Sunday nights so we can get it out first thing. That's like our new policy. We're going to be dropping these episodes, folks. Midnight 
from Sunday to Monday. So as soon as you wake up on Monday, you're going to have a podcast throughout this whole summer. That's how we're going to do it. Um, all right. And in the last series, we both agree nights and six. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you nights said nights and, and five. five. Yep. That's right. Jordan says nights we're, and five. We're both doing it. It's all good. In Europe, uh, Europe first on uh, Avs versus All Kraken. All right. I think the Kraken are going to win this next game. Ooh, I think Colorado is going to take the next game, and then they're going to close it out in six. So I do think this one's going to yeah. go six, but I think the Kraken get a, another win. Okay. Um, I'm saying then, because, you know, I'm, that's the the – benefit of going second is you get to think about it yeah. while your co-host mm-hmm. talks about longer. it. Oh, Pines. Um, I'm taking the upset here. <gasps> no. Seattle Kraken. Seattle Kraken okay. win this series in seven games. And they're going to do it on the road just like they won game one. They're going to win game seven a mile high. Mile high magic, as Josh Getzoff says, from the Seattle Crack in their first ever playoff series victory in their first ever playoff appearance. And here's why. Because we need one major upset in these playoffs. Mm. We're not going to get it with the Bruins. They, I mean, yeah, any playoff series the Bruins lose is going to be considered an upset. But the only real upset is if they lose to the Panthers. Yeah. Right? I mean, anything, anything else, else can, is, is you could attribute tolerable. to yeah. a lot of different factors. I'm going to go Kraken in seven, and there's going to be a party on, I don't know what <laughs> street <laughs> climate pledge arena is on, but it is a cool place to hang out. Shout out to my peeps out in Seattle where I've been doing some cool music making out there. Jordan, I'm exhausted. I think we did a damn good job for our first summer installment here. Yeah, we're going to figure very it out. Much we'll the spring, dial it so in. Yeah. We will. Like and can I just say you to our listeners there's some things you know about jordan there's some things you and i are each probably thinking about on our own but we have got some requests out to some pretty exciting potential fingers crossed crossed guests for the summertime right here's Mm -hmm. what i'm gonna say without saying anything about who i'm reaching out to number one women's hockey i'm gonna say that yo number two keep in mind a lot of people we don't have a lot going on right now. That's all yes. I'm going to say. Yep. A lot of people in this sphere that we like to operate in. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, you know, I'm going to say this really softly and just hope that it's like a flap of a butterfly's wing that reverberates all the way out to like September when you and I are standing on the ice singing a duet of the national anthem for a preseason game, clearly against the Detroit Red Wings, Buffalo Sabres, or of course. Columbus Blue Jackets. Of course. And that is to say, hey, let's go 